Okay. Uh, hello, everybody. Uh, welcome to the Be Unspecified podcast. I am your host, Miles Free, and joined with me today is my mom, Mavis Free. So, yeah, a little uh, uh, Mother's Day action, I suppose. Uh, which reminds me, uh, uh, make sure you uh, uh, treat your mothers to something this Mother's Day. All right, they they do a lot for you. Uh, get them a present. Uh, call them up if you're if you're not with them all the time. Just just do something. Make sure you tell tell them that you love them. So uh, today we're gonna kind of uh, talk about um, oh, what it's like to have a uh, a child that's a you know a YouTuber. You know, probably because I'm 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 partially curious myself. <laughs> and then uh, we'll also kind of dive into the uh, blog writing that my mom does and being a uh, uh, writer too. So we'll 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 start off with that that first question of, of what's it like to to have a, a YouTuber as a as a child. Well, it's um, I guess something I never thought I'd be doing. Um, I, you know, when you said I want to have a YouTube channel, I thought, okay, well, I don't know anything about it, so you're going to have to teach yourself because it's not, not my area of expertise. But I mean, you did, and you researched, and you, you know, um, collaborated with people who had done it before, and um, it pretty much self-taught, and yeah. you know, write and think up your own stuff. So huh. I don't, I don't have to do a whole lot other than. Buy the occasional equipment yeah. and um, <laughs> yeah. and support you as much as I can. I guess. Yeah, oh, that's that's nice. That's nice. Uh, so, like, um, where where do you where do you like? Uh, I'm I'm curious. So like, where do you see me in like five years or like ten years or like down the road? Five years from now. Uh, five years from now, you'd be legal drinking age, but um. Y- you know, it's not where I thought that that was going to go. <laughs> I was right. trying to figure out how long that was. I mean, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I think you can be anywhere. I mean, you know, when we were in New York City, just feeling that vibe and that energy and the excitement of those shows, I'm like, yeah, I could totally see you doing something like this. Maybe yeah. not in five years, because well, that yeah, would be might, quite a stretch. Yeah, it might take a little bit longer. Yeah, than that. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Oh, that, that, that's cool. That's cool. So, uh, um. Uh, another thing would be, um, well, what's the, uh, cause you know, I have my brother Dallas who's like the opposite end of the spectrum. Like, like how do you balance that sometimes? I mean, especially even as children, I suppose you're able to see kind of, it's not like, okay, their interests aren't the same. They're like, they're, they're different, right? I mean, he's like the more hunting vibe on the more like business aspect. You know, it's kind of like mm-hmm. they, they clash sometimes. Yeah, I mean, honestly, it's kind of weird. Like, you grew up in the same house, Uh. you know, you're raised by the same parents, and you're completely night and day different. You have similar humor, but, um, and you have my teeth, but that's, (laughs) that's about, that's about it. Yeah. I mean, I think it's just, you know, we, we tried to encourage you to do what you liked. So, you know, dad would go fishing with Dallas more and you and I would go do other things Mm. and you know so um, you know dad's learning to go to musicals and plays and that kind of stuff and you did fish some when you were a kid but I mean you just don't like 
love that kind yeah, of stuff. Not, like not not a, you know, not like a like every day do it as my job yeah. type of thing. Yeah. 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 So um what what was it like uh you know um like uh as a as a child growing up on the on the farm, you know? For me? Yeah. Well, our farm was like literally on the edge of town, so like the road dividing between town and not town was at the end of our driveway. Mm. And so I got to ride the bus to school and the kids across the street had to walk to school mm. or get a ride. Um, That's but nice. we had like, I don't know, like around 20 some cows and a handful of sheep and a farm dog and a bunch of barn cats and that kind of stuff. And, and quite a few acres, you know, of pasture land. So, I mean, it was a lot of time outside and climbing trees and chasing cats and yeah. I've I mean I've helped deliver livestock, you yeah. know, and that kind of stuff. Yeah. And painting fence was like the worst thing ever. We'd have to paint the fences every other year. Like uh, like, like a Mr. Miyagi. <laughs> yeah. Like well except it was this way because this- it was just the fences. Oh, yeah. But yeah. <laughs> so um yeah, I lost my question there. Dang. All right. Well, hopefully I could find it. Um, so n- talking about kind of that, uh, uh, you know, uh, growing up with the, with the animals and stuff, um, how is that like transferred into your everyday today? Like, I know, you know, you got the chickens and stuff, but like, has it, has it helped in terms of like being a mother, you know, or like, uh, how, is, how has your childhood shaped you to, I think, you know, more than just growing up on the farm was Mm. just, I had a really great mom. So, Mm. I mean, she was a really good example of, like, a truly loving mother. Mm. I mean, she's just awesome. So, I think, you know, more than anything, but, um, you know, we just had a lot of freedom to roam around. And, I mean, I grew up in the era where you rode your bike all around town. I mean, there was, like, 600 people in Mm. the town probably Mm -hmm. and in the summers i mean i'd ride my bike to the pool and i'd be there all day until they closed for their little like supper break Mm. i'd come home and have supper and then i'd go back to the pool pool. until they closed i mean that was just like unless it rained or it was like below 70 degrees then that's where i spent so it was just a different different era of growing up like if you would have when you were growing up, if you would have said, I'm going to spend all day somewhere in the neighborhood, I would have freaked out, probably. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, um, so, going into, like, uh, college and stuff, what, what, did you, what did you want to do? I went to college at UND my first two years. So, I started out with a physical therapy major and a theater mm-hmm. minor. I went with a theater scholarship. Oh, nice. And I got, like, a B in a science class. And they're like, yeah, that's not going to work. And I'm like, well, that's the best I can do, so I need to change majors. Um, And I was in speech and drama in high school Mm. and, like, in school and in 4-H. And Mm. so I'm like, yeah, you know, I I think I'll go into mass communications. Um, So I switched to mass comm. I met your dad after my freshman year. Mm -hmm. He was at NDSU. I stayed at UND because I was a resident assistant mm. for um, 
my sophomore year because for a while I thought I wanted to be a counselor and then I was an RA and I'm like no, no, no. no not not that um, so then moved to NDSU for my last two years mm. so graduated with a mass communication degree and a sociology minor because it required the least amount of math and in my adult life I have to do math every day mm. mm-hmm Working at uh, 3M. Yes. Yeah. I started out at, I w- did a couple things before that, but I was at John Deere mm-hmm. in Fargo for a while. And mm-hmm. it started out in the sales and marketing and they're like, you know, we need another production planner. Do you want to do that? And I'm like, I don't know. Sure. So, so, so what does your now job entail? So my now job is I am a supply chain process analyst, and I do process improvements to try and make the supply chain group Mm. um, more efficient and kind of troubleshoot things, that kind of stuff. So Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I don't don't have a production line that I do anymore. So how is it... uh how is it better uh, for you? Because I know you like working more remote than working in the office, you know, because they moved you remote during COVID and then you requested to stay remote and, and you got that. How is that How is that better for you rather than being in that, that office just sort of atmosphere? I, you know, I once I was at home, I realized that I really do like it because I get too distracted by like people in the office and and sounds and that kind of stuff like the guy three cubes over who keeps snorting his snot or the person clicking their pen or the person who keeps talking and talking and talking and talking um that stuff is super distracting to me Mm -hmm. and i don't work really well like that so being able to be in my own environment where i can kind of control that and you know I mean, even in the summer when you guys are home, I can shut my office door and, Mm -hmm. you know, I don't have that distraction. So it's, yeah, it's been really good. I like it. I I don't see myself ever going back to like a full office setting. Full office setting. Yep. And um, so kind of, I mentioned uh, at the beginning that we'd be kind of talking more about uh, like your, your blog and your writing and stuff. When did you kind of, kind of get into that and kind of like what, uh, what is it, so to speak? Yeah, so um, my blog is called Journey of Enough and um, journeyofenough.com. Um, I, it started because I started a um, Caring Bridge website um, when I was going through breast cancer. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, having a very large extended family, uh, they all wanted to know how I was doing, what was going on, that kind of stuff, and it was hard to keep everyone informed Mm -hmm. and then sometimes by the time you tell one person and then four people later it's a different story Mm -hmm. this kept a consistent story yeah so i was sharing you know where i was with treatments and recovery and that kind of stuff and when i got done i'm like well it it was kind of nice to be able to be writing again and you know i kind of want to keep it so I decided to, I kind of looked into different blog platforms and picked WordPress as my platform. Mm. And, um, yeah, and Journey of Enough came from, I think we're all, like, on a journey to feel good enough. Mm-hmm. And for me, when I was going through cancer, I had stage one breast cancer. Mm-hmm. But there was people around me that were going through it at the same time, and theirs was worse. So I'm like, well, my cancer isn't bad enough. 
And I felt like, you know, that's something that translates to a lot of people where we feel like, oh, my problem isn't bad enough or my, this isn't good enough, that kind of thing. Mm -hmm. And it, it's not true. Right. I mean, trauma is trauma. Cancer is cancer. It, Mm. It doesn't matter. Like the, the severity of it, it's still impactful. Mm-hmm. And, you know, doing whatever you can do just to get through that and keep going. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. That, that was that was good. Yeah, that's that was, that was very, I, I could tell you were in speech. Um, <laughs> so, uh, uh, leaning into that uh, a little bit more, do, do you like, uh, so you write about like uh, everyday things that you see? Has it like changed your perspective, so to speak? Are you like like more observant like you find more little things rather like you know like maybe you see like uh you notice like two uh animals that are just kind of walking together or something rather than people would just walk by or something just little that makes you think like oh i'm gonna write about that is that kind of do you kind of see that a little there's, bit there's there's like a constant story line mm-hmm. going on in the back of my head where i'm like oh i could write about that oh i could write about that mm. And some things I pick up, and sometimes, I mean, I used to write every Tuesday um, because I was diagnosed on a Tuesday. Mm. So, like, um, before I was diagnosed with cancer, I would say something would happen on a random Tuesday. Mm. And I was diagnosed on a random Tuesday. So, I tried to flip that to be a positive thing. I'm going to write on Tuesdays. But then when you came out with your blogs or your um, videos on Tuesdays, I'm like, I'll change it to writing Wednesday, which was good for me to kind of shift away from that anyway. Mm. But sometimes the night before I'm like, I don't know what I'm going to write about. Yeah. <laughs> I have no idea. And something will just come to me. Yeah. Um, so sometimes it is about recovery still, because that's an ongoing thing. Mm-hmm. Um, it's been eight years since uh, my last radiation treatment um so sometimes you know stuff like that pops up but a lot of times it's life stuff motherhood stuff sometimes it's just observations that kind of thing so Mm -hmm. yeah it comes from all over but there really is like a mental notepad of things like Mm -hmm. oh this would be good oh this would be good and sometimes i totally forget about it and sometimes i start one and i never finish it because it just didn't feel right Mm -hmm. Yeah, a lot of the times, and uh, uh, Micah, who's been the cameraman a couple of times, can uh, can agree with this, that uh, I'll, I'll plan a lot of my videos, like, a couple minutes before. Yeah. Or it'll be like, I'll have an idea about it, like, I'll have the general outline, and then I'll just figure out the rest of the stuff when I turn on the camera. It's like, you, you have an idea, but you have to figure out how to kind of format it and and put it out which can be uh, difficult sometimes but also uh fun too yeah Yeah. um also i just want to give a big thanks to deja blue while i'm at it for letting me use the space i appreciate it always uh today we got a uh, mountain squirrel uh a norse press coffee which is uh it's a hazelnut and uh, vanilla caramel caramel Mm -hmm. yeah good good stuff and mine is a steam press with sugar-free almond and they have the best sugar-free mm. almond flavor it, it so is really good, good. Yeah. it goes well with the uh scandinavian almond cake yes yeah, yeah. yeah. one of my favorite yeah so um kind of another thing to lean in is the uh the the market the free market the oh, yeah. kind of the you know the hobby farm 
that we have. How is that like? Because um, I know for a while it's been like you guys is like dream and stuff. How has it been like? How is it? Has it like affected you? You know, kind of like if you kind of understand what I'm getting at. Yeah. So when we moved to Alexandria six years ago, um, I asked Cam. I'm like so what do you want to do? And he said, I've always wanted to grow rhubarb and asparagus. And I said, let's do that. And so we started with that, thinking that it would be a good, like, early season crops. Um, not a lot of maintenance. Originally, we thought we were going to have you pick, and then we realized, like, the logistics of having people on your farm and all that stuff are like, that's too much. Mm-hmm. So um, we had stra- we planted strawberry beds mm-hmm. and rhubarb and asparagus that was kind of like the first things that we started with and we had like a 24 by 24 foot garden just for our own Mm -hmm. and then we're like well you know we could just plant a little bit more and so then he took that to mean like we should like just tell up like a whole bunch of land yeah and keep going so um yeah and there's drip irrigation and Mm -hmm. yeah so there's a lot of variety. I mean, it's a lot of work. Um, so it ends up being, you know, like my lunch break is spent going out and, you know, picking something yeah. or changing the water or something like that. And then in the evenings also. So um, it's a lot of work, but I like the, you know, I like being able to have the fresh vegetables for ourselves and to be mm-hmm. able to share it with other people who enjoy it too. So mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that's cool. I think uh, for me, having that uh, market experience is like uh, some days it feels like I'm just going out and peacefully gardening, and some days it feels like I I have to go out and act like it's peacefully gardening, you know. But <laughs> like picking beans, which yeah, is the worst. <laughs> you know, but that's uh, it's mainly being at the market that's the uh, favorite part for me and communicating with the with the some some of the people. There are some people that it's like okay. You know, the sign's right in front of them, and they ask how much something is. And it's just like, uh, yeah. but, you know, it's fun being that kind of uh, accounting and uh, keeping track of all the uh, numbers and stuff. That mm-hmm. was that was really fun for me. Yeah, and you do a lot with, like, the setup and the aesthetics, like how it looks mm-hmm. and where things are oh. where things are at, but, like, also paying attention to what's, you know what's popular what's gonna what's gonna sell well what doesn't sell well what's like worth it land wise because we don't have a giant farm i mean a lot of the people who are at the market have you know 10 12 acres mm-hmm. and we have five and a half total on our farm probably two of it is you know farmable so right 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 no we're, we're definitely not as big as a, a country blossom yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, they're 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 a little bit they're a little bit bigger, but um, what's it uh, what's it like being? Because um, I'm sure now you know when we used to live in that uh, you know Fargo area and kind of closer to the cities, uh, how how is it like different to live in kind of more of the uh, outdoorsy kind of woods type by like right by the lake and like only a couple minutes away from the state park and stuff like that? Yeah, you know. When we were when we moved here and then we went went back to North Dakota, I I forgot how flat it is there mm-hmm. and how there's like no trees. 
and I love being around the trees, you know, and and floating down the Long Prairie River in the summer is like one of my favorite things. Um, there's so much hiking in the state park. I mean, we don't really have to drive very far to be able to do that stuff. And um, I like to just be on the water. I don't really care what I'm doing. Um, so that part's that part's nice just to mm-hmm. be in that environment. And yeah. It's interesting seeing, you know, the the influx of people in the summer too, mm-hmm. being a lake community yeah. and, you know, how much stuff changes. Like at a certain point in the year, you realize you should not go grocery shopping on Friday mm-hmm. unless you like s- seriously need something because it's just a zoo and three quarters of the people are from out of town and they don't know where anything is and it's crowded mm-hmm. and that's not my vibe. So yeah. I, we just end <laughs> my grocery yeah. shopping by Wednesday. Yeah. Yeah, make sure you not go over the weekend. Yeah, yeah. Sunday afternoon is okay, but yeah. these people are going back home. Mm-hmm. Well, what time are we sitting now? 7.50. So, okay. Okay. Yeah. 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 Okay. So, um, uh, talking a little bit more, uh, kind of back to the, uh, the writing a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, how hard is it to like get your ideas down? Like, I know you said you talked about like having that, that storyline in the back of your head and having like different things. How are you able to like find something or do you, do you just like start writing and something comes up or? Most of the time I just start writing. Mm-hmm. Um, very rarely do I actually like take notes it's usually like mental notes um sometimes i'll start uh a draft of something if i think of it right away Mm -hmm. and sometimes i'll start that draft and i'll come back later and i'll be like i don't know what that was i I, so i gotta start over Mm -hmm. um but they're not i mean it's not very long the posts usually you know so it's pretty easy to read um it's not um, fancy or anything like that. Um, it's very, I feel like it's very conversational. So um, very much like I would be talking is how I write. Um, it's not a lot different. So um, I just try to be, you know, like open and um, for being kind of an introvert, the you know, that part's a little weird. You know, I, I maybe say stuff in my blog that I probably wouldn't say to a random stranger, Mm -hmm. but I'm okay writing it. Mm -hmm. Um, and it surprises me the number of people who will be like, Oh, that really meant a lot to me where I'll think of something and I'll write the, I'll write the blog and I'm like, "Eh, I'm not sure if this will resonate and I'll get, I'll get a bunch of people send me notes like, Hey, I really needed to hear that today or that, that really, meant a lot to me to know that I wasn't alone and a lot of times like the stuff that I'm really vulnerable with a lot of times people are like I thought that was just me and I think a lot of times we just want we just want to know it's not just us Mm -hmm. like we're not a weirdo because this thing happened or you know this life event or our kids are going through whatever Um, just to know that we're I don't know not really normal, but not yeah. alone. I guess is more no, more than more than not normal. Yeah. <laughs> so. yeah. I mean, it, for me, normal is a weird word. Like what? <laughs> like I don't think anyone can be that that normal. I think it's just everyone is uh, different and unique mm-hmm. in their own way. And uh, yeah, it's just 
I, I don't like it when people classify something as as normal or not like i mean you can have a sense of normal normal c you know something that's right. like yeah. you see but i don't think it can be like that that completely you're not the same as someone yeah. else yeah exactly yeah yeah no it's for me a lot of the times i like to put a lot of naturalism into into my stuff too you know like uh Mm-hmm. Like even during the the live show, you know, I got a lot of comments on like it was a you know it was a natural and stuff. It wasn't like like I was going up there with the script or stuff. And I feel like a lot, a lot of the times it's just cause because it's, you didn't yeah. have one. No, there there was there was no script. No, there was actually we were planning out stuff even before yeah, the doors. I saw were. you rehearsing right before. I'm like, oh, this would be the first time you're going through this. Yeah. Okay. yeah. Yeah. Good luck. Yeah. And it was great. Yeah. I, do, I do a lot. Of, I do a lot of procrastination. <laughs> I don't know if you're able to to see that at all, but yeah, no, just that that sense of naturalism and and stuff into incorporated. It's authentic. Into, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It makes it uh, authentic and your own and and unique and and that's nice. And I, I don't really think there's a way to to make uh, mistakes with it. You know. Right. Because like, you're yourself. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, what whatever happens, you know, it, it happens. Yeah. Yeah, because the the you on your show is not different th- than the you in real life. It's not like a persona or a character. I mean, it's that that's you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, so um, I think that will uh, kind of wrap it up a little bit for today. Okay. I think. Yeah. Uh, again. Um, happy Mother's Day. This will Thank come out you. a little bit before, but yeah. So just uh, again, everybody who's listening or watching and listening, uh, please, please, uh, like, cannot stress it enough. Do do something for for your mother. Uh, le- let her know that uh, you love her. Give her a call. Write her a note. You know, get her a present. Uh, e- even time is a good present for for a mother. That's I'd the say. best one. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it doesn't have to be this big, uh, grand presentation thing that I, you know I do in uh, school a lot, especially <laughs> with my uh, book talks. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, I, again, uh, just just uh, tell tell them that you tell them that you love them. And uh, if you if you're listening on Spotify, uh, please go check out the Unspecified Show on YouTube. And if you're on YouTube, please uh, subscribe and uh, leave a like and uh, even comment on the videos. I, I love to read everyone's comments. Those are fun. No, no, you don't you don't have to be uh, uh, as good of a writer as my as my mom. You know, you can just you, just even high or something. You know, it works. I don't, I'm not expecting some big uh, big blog thing, but yeah. So thank you everybody for listening and uh, have a have a great day.